And there came a day, a day unlike any other, when Earth's mightiest podcasters found themselves united to have the conversations you always wanted to have about the films you love. With great power comes great responsibility. I just finally know what I have to do. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Avengers! Welcome to the Cult Classic Comics Show. Welcome, everyone, to the Cult Classic Comic Show. I'm one of your hosts, Carmelo Chimera. I am Jason Chawala. And I'm Emily Hunter. And we're down a man this week. Uh, Omi is dead. He has, yes, Omi has died. He was shot and killed in a underground cockfighting accident. I heard he just beat off to death. <laughs> He got beat by a bag of dicks. <laughs> he, uh, uh, vote for your favorite Omi death on Facebook.com slash Cult Classic Comic. Uh, Jason, you are the uh, medical expert on the show, are you not? I try that? to be. I so try tell to be. Me, how many times would I have to beat it to die? <laughs> so, strangely enough, strangely enough, he there knows. is a medical condition in which you do beat off too much. I'm so glad I asked. Yeah, I forgot the name of it, but um, it, hmm, it, it often it often happens because of like delirium, you know, being delirium or cocaine, and you just go and go and go and go until the point your heart enlarges, and then when it enlarges to a certain point in which it can't pump adequately, you have a uh, you have a heart attack. So. There has been, I don't know anybody personally, but yes, you can beat yourself off to death. You can, definitely, you, you can definitely beat yourself off raw, which I have seen. So I would think that, all right, hold on. Um, this delves, good thing we picked the family friendliest movie to have this conversation with. Um, can I then, so two questions, can I have sex until I die? Same principle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how I mean, many it, it, it would have to, there would have to be an underlying drug abuse or some sort of behavioral disorder that is happening. Like, because it, because it's that many times or because like it won't kill you by itself. Um, it's like the, it's like the chicken and the egg. Cause it's like, okay, you can't just have intercourse and then 30 seconds later have intercourse and then 30 seconds later have intercourse. The, just the, the way your body, just the way your body is designed, the, mm. the hormones and the ability, it, it just isn't there. So you have to have some sort of behavioral disorder that is causing a dysfunction for you to be unsatisfied, to be able to have an erection for a long time, <laughs> to keep doing it, or drugs. Okay, Excellent. And then Emily, I know you've got, you got a burning question. I'll let you ask, but first I just want to know how many times is it then? Like, what are we talking? Are we hundreds, dozens? Like what, what is too many? Cause I have a friend whose tradition it was, at least when we were in high school was on his birthday, he would do it as many times as that many years old he was. So on his 15th birthday, 15 times on his 17th birthday, seven, so on and so forth. I don't know if he still does it. Dumb. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like boys are dumb. Yes, that is the official stance of the Call Classic Comic Show. Just, I think, I think without without drugs or any um, underlying medical condition, you can probably do it every forty five minutes ish to an hour. So um, by twenty four years old, he's done. You know, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so anything anything more than that is, yeah, drugs or behavior disorder. Wow. You know, and it's like with any other body part or something like, like you can run a marathon, but then, you know, you run two marathons, three marathons. If you run four marathons, five marathons, you might have a heart attack. You've seen, you've seen, you hear stories of people running these ultra marathons and like somebody dies, you know, it's like, 
and and they're healthy, but it's because you know, give themselves a heart attack. Coming down, yeah. Now I was wondering if there would be any type of like dehydration issues. But why why are we talking about? This? You're right, <laughs> oh, man. I, I keep I keep a I keep a bottle of water on the nightstand, so. <laughs> well, that solves it. Uh, we're talking about this because this is how Omi died. Um, yes, this is how yes. Omi died. Omi died. This is how Omi died. Um, his ca- his casket's going to be closed, but they're going to carve out a little hole on the bottom part, so his his dick is just still poking okay. out. <laughs> Emily, what should we be talking about today? As she puts a bottle of wine away. Uh, for those of you on audio, uh, we're all drinking, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But for those of you who are lucky enough to watch on YouTube, this should be our first video episode. So, oh, I wish I had known that. I would have made myself look better. <laughs> I could still put it up with a placeholder, I guess, but not I can I can definitely beat off to death to you right now. The people Thank the people on... <laughs> I can get off the call if you two need a minute. I'm gonna need forty five minutes. <laughs> nice stallion. I can't go forty five seconds. My god. <laughs> Lego Batman. We're talking about Lego Batman. Lego Batman. Uh so uh, it wasn't until I saw this movie that I realized we have not talked about doing the Batman 66 movie. So, and we oh. planned our season finale for next week. So I don't know. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode if the people want it, but maybe um, we'll, maybe we'll just like joke about it during the live episode. We really should do it though. Like wouldn't it suck to do all but one Batman movie? Like wouldn't that blow? If what? If we did all the Batman movies except one, like, wouldn't that be like, I guess I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't, honestly, I didn't even know there was a Batman 66 movie. I thought oh, so it was just, got, if you haven't seen it, we got to do it. Yeah. I thought it was just a TV show the whole time. Well, tell, talk to me about Lego Batman. Have you guys seen it before? No. This was the first time seeing it. First time I ever saw it was two days ago. Me too. Yeah. yeah. That's all. So that's all of us, right? We, none of us have seen it before. I think it's probably because the, didn't the Lego movie come out like in 14 or something like that? And I didn't see that one either, um, but it, it feels like it's just more of a kid thing. So maybe that's why. It, yeah, it didn't, it didn't appeal to me when it first came out. So that's why yeah. I just never made an effort to see it. So what do we think? Like now that we have seen it, like we liked it. What do you guys think? I liked it. I thought it was good. Like to have a change of pace from that gritty, like dark. Yeah always sad yes there were points of sadness in this movie but just it was colorful and funny there was it's good for kids and adults which i thought they did really good at balancing that out i really enjoyed it i mean i would i did have to break it up into two days because i was exhausted from my trip back to texas but um yeah i liked it yeah i thought um Okay, this is very much a kids movie. You know, there's elements of like friendship and like, you know, um, understanding that there are there are people who care about you and you have to show them respect and things like that. And there's these like, whatever they called, you know, like these Dr. Seuss moments and things like that. So, very very different change of pace from the previous, you know, six or seven movies we watched. Um, Honestly, you could have like changed the names of all the characters in this movie to anything else, and this movie would have still worked, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, I see what you mean because like the the themes in the story are there, so like it didn't have to be Batman. Like, yeah, yeah. The, this movie anything. followed a very child friendly like template. Like, yeah. uh. I so so I'm really glad we did this because for as much as some of the Batman movies differ, this is wildly different than any of the yeah. other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I don't have children, right? But like I mm-hmm. I aspire to one day. And you know the thing is when you try to teach like a lesson, like the importance of like friendship or togetherness or whatever, like yeah. kids are smart and they're like adults. You, you can't preach to people. No one wants to be preached to. It needs to be entertaining. It needs to be good. So, like, this is a movie that, like, it gave me warm fuzzies, like, watching yeah. it. I'm like, oh, yeah. And you could show this to a kid, and they would pick up all on their own the importance of, like, family and togetherness. And they wouldn't feel like they've been preached to. Because this movie is nonstop action, super fun, colorful. I mean. Lots of jokes. Lots, lots oh, of, like, yeah. hidden, lots, lots of hidden adult jokes, too, yeah. here and there. 
Yes. I like how they reference some of the old movies and the TV shows. It Tons, was right? Yes. I mean, and I don't even know all of them, but I was like, wait a minute. I remember that. Yeah, there's like a like real quick in the beginning, like Bat Alfred's like, uh, this we've been through this before. And then they like montage through a Lego version of all the posters of the movies. Yeah. Which was awesome. That was my like one of my favorite parts. I liked all the vehicles that they had. Like the Joker had his big old Cadillac or whatever it was, the LTD. Wasn't that like in Suicide Squad or something? I don't know. I just remember Jared Leto in some pimped out like rims, everything. Yeah, he had some kind of weird purple car. Yeah. yeah, and then they had the duck from Batman Returns. Yeah, <laughs> the duck. That. My wife pointed that out too. <sighs> that's the that's the thing, right? Like this episode is gonna be us like naming Easter eggs for an hour because there was so much to see on the screen. There was right. Like, there's no way I caught it all. It went so quick. Yeah, and and this was this was yeah. truly this was truly like a very original movie in the sense that like this wasn't pulled from any comic book. I don't believe, right? Not like that I can like, think right? of. I, I mean, I we don't have all me to tell us, but I'm almost <laughs> positive this was just like an original story for this movie. And like, there's no comic book that like tells these stories. There's elements, but not yeah. an actual like based off of like whatever story arc, right? Yeah, totally original, totally original story as far as I can tell. So let's let's do the recap real quick if you haven't seen it. Um, because it sounds like maybe the traditional Batman fan could have skipped this one. Certainly none of us has seen it. Um, so let's do the recap and then let's just dive right into it. Yeah. Um, and if you have skipped it, I, I recommend it. I mean, it's it's a fun movie, you know, and it's it's dressed up as Legos. And so even though like you might like a more serious Batman, the movie just presents itself so well that I don't think you're going to think like, oh, this shit's on Batman. Like it's, yeah. you know, anyways. And, and the movie's quick. I think it's like an hour and like 30 minutes and it flies by. Yeah, it, it, it flies by. Like, as soon as you turn it on, the movie's already done. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wanted to watch it again when it was over because I knew I'd missed a bunch and it was so fast. I want to buy it now. I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the quick recap was, uh, so you've got Batman and he's, uh, he saves Gotham city from the Joker and, you know, an army of his villains. And, uh, he is super proud of himself. He loves what a badass he is, but he's super lonely. He doesn't let on. He's super happy with like being like a badass loner, but secretly he's quite sad and misses his family and, um, distances himself from everyone, including the Joker who takes like personal offense. He sees Batman as like a counterpart. Uh, the Joker is so offended that he bamboozles Batman into helping him break into the phantom zone. And the Joker is able to release all of the, the much more powerful supervillains from the phantom zone. While meanwhile, Batman finds himself accidentally adopting Robin and the police have a new commissioner, Barbara Gordon. Dick Grayson, right? This is Dick Grayson, Robin. This is definitely, they even make fun of his, they make fun of his name. He's like, my name is Richard. My friends call me Dick. And he's like, yeah, kids can be mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, that's one of the fun, like adult jokes in here. Um, so anyways, Batman can't take on all of these villains. He uh, has to learn to work together with uh, Barbara Gordon and Dick Grayson and uh, Alfred Pennyworth. And ultimately tries to go it alone. He ends up in the Phantom Zone himself where he's sort of confronted with what a jerk he is and realizes that like, uh, he does need to work with them. So they suit up as, as Batgirl and Robin and, and Batman and Alfred wears just every old Batman suit that there is, which is hilarious. And they team up to fight the Joker and Sauron and Voldemort and Agent Smith <laughs> from the Matrix and everybody else in the Phantom Zone. Uh, and if you think I'm on drugs, just see the movie. You too can know the joy of being on drugs without having to buy them. Uh, and in the end, not only do they all work together, but they have to work with all of Batman's old villains to defeat these new ones. And then they have to work together with the Joker to bring Gotham back together quite literally because Joker blows it in half. And in the end, friendship is magic. There's also some Jerry Maguire moments. At the end. Yep. That's Batman. Batman. And, you know, and, and Batman in the end becomes a better version of himself. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's it. Um, it's, like you said, it's nonstop. So, like, I guess let's get it. Let's get into it. Anyone have a favorite joke, favorite Easter egg? Anything you guys noticed? I didn't have a favorite joke. Like, I can't remember. Um, but I did like um, when they had Catwoman, and she's was she on a computer or something? She's like, meow meow, I'm in, meow meow. Yeah. <laughs> I have like a little 
picture of a cat that says in hacker voice, I'm in, and he's like in the computer. And so I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I laughed really hard at that. And then like right after that, uh, <laughs> one of the like police officers, whose name is O'Hara, which is a reference to the 60s show. She's on like there's like badass rock music playing and then it turns out to be like the whole music on Batman's phone and those jokes come back to back and I was I was roaring and Chris is like wow you really my wife she's like you really like this movie I'm like I, I kind of do oh, how about that ridiculous Batman song in the beginning where it just talks about how awesome Batman is and he's just and the song is like he even pays his taxes and he's like no I don't <laughs> yeah. I thought it hurts. Maybe this was a musical, like cartoonish thing for a second. I was like, oh no. Yeah, a lot of animated films are, you know, there's like music numbers. So, uh, yeah, I I was thinking the same thing too. I was a little afraid of that. I don't quite care for musicals, at least not in in film. Um, But, uh, you know, I don't mind the occasional musical number. And and that one was, I mean, that was spectacular. That that was great. (laughs) He's like, he's got a nine pack. He's singing about his abs. Yeah, (laughs) he's got a nine pack. And then this movie, like what's so brilliant about this movie is it's not just like absurdity. The abs come back around for the ending, right? Like he, oh, they, yes. have, they um, crunch their abs to bring Gotham together. Yeah, they they they, they, they recycle the joke, but in, in a good way, you know, like um, there's a part where like uh, Robin is exploring the Batcave and he keeps telling him not to touch anything. But then he lets him get like the shark repellent. He's like, yeah, we'll never need that. And then it like shows up at the end, like he needed it. Yeah. And that's a reference to the sixties movie. You didn't see is like, cause Batman has a gadget for everything. And there's a, yeah. there's a famous scene where he's fighting like a shark and he, he yells up, Robin, get me the shark repellent bat spray. And, and Robin oh, has it next to like octopus repellent and stingray repellent. And like, he throws it down and he uses it to fight fucking jaws. Right. He's like, <laughs> Batman fights jaws in some movie. That was pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty funny. One of the things I did uh, pick up on, and we've been talking about it here and there throughout the season, um, and maybe more so Omi and you, Carmelo, was the whole relationship talk between Joker and Batman. It did get a little weird, and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But I was like, wait a minute. Okay, what's going on here? But... It did highlight any relationship, whether that's with a man and a woman, a man and a man, woman, woman, whatever it is, like how communication, like it's so important because one of them thought something else and then the other one thought. So I thought that was kind of funny in a weird way. Oh, I thought it was, it was genius and it was hilarious. Like very well written. It was yeah. so well written because it's like, it's romantic, but it's not sexual. And it's like, yeah. just Batman, I just need you to say, I hate you. You've never said yeah. I hate you before. He's like, he's like, I thought, he's like, I thought I was your number one villain. Like you're seeing other villains. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I like to fight other people. <laughs> <laughs> and they make a poly joke. And he's like, I don't mind if you fight other people. I just want to know that what we have is, is special. And like, when Batman says to him, like, you mean nothing to me. I was like, oh my God, I feel I'm like, harsh. I'm broke. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I was surprised. I was surprised that they, that they made Batman like the villain so quickly. Yeah. And, and they get to into that when he gets into the Phantom zone and the Phantom zone, like brick is like, you know, every time you go into the Phantom zone, it's like checks to see if you're bad. Yeah. And Batman's been like a dick the whole movie. And it's not only is it great because it, it's like a, an important character moment. It's a great way to like make this movie accessible to kids. I think we all kind of picked up on the themes, right? But yeah. kids need it spoon fed a bit, and yeah, yet, yeah. They, they need it like in black and white. So it's like, oh, this decides if you're good or bad, right? And like earlier in the movie, though, they established that's a thing for the Joker. So when it comes up for Batman, it's not like a corny gimmick, but it gets the point across. That, like they have to re-show you scenes from the movie where Batman's being a jerk, and Batman is to like make a change in himself i was like this is this this one i was like man this movie is on another level man it is it is entertaining and super meta at the same time yeah yeah thank you for coming to my TED talk i'm crossing that off my list of notes (laughs) (laughs) you've got notes what else you got tell me tell me more well, I mean, we've already talked about it, but just like the highlighting the sense of loneliness, um, like 
Batman sitting there watching Jerry Maguire by himself and he starts laughing, but then he's looking around to see if anybody else gets the jokes and nobody's there. It made me feel sad because you're supposed to be doing those things with somebody. Nobody should be by themselves. So. Yeah. And like, what a, what a cute way to like show that Batman's lonely because like he's looking at like family photos and he's clearly sad and like Bat- Alfred catches him and he's like, Oh yeah, no, I wasn't looking at these. No, not at all. It's like, This movie does not come out and remind you Batman's parents were fucking shot dead in front of him when he was a kid. Like this is for kids. And yet, like we know when he's looking at like the family photos, like they're gone and that's enough. And it's still, so it gets that without having to say like, Oh yeah, kids, Batman's parents got shot by bullets and bled out in an alley. Yeah. 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 It did highlight the importance of relationships and working together, teamwork and everything. So I liked it. It could be because we always see Batman for the last couple of movies. He's always like the lone wolf. And And that's why I hate these constant reboots because you never, this is why cinematic universes, in my opinion, are, I won't say good. This is why they're popular because it lets you grow the story. And like, we've never gotten to see Nightwing or um, the birds of prey or, you know, any of these characters on, on film because we keep starting over. So we never get to, Build them up. Yeah. Um, and and uh, in this movie, we finally got to see them all. What about the um, the cast of all the villains? Were those actual, are those actually villains in the Batman comics? No, some of them were made up. Like Condiment Man, come on. I figured it was. I'm, but gonna, I I'm looking this up. So here's the thing. Nine, at least 90% of them are real. I recognized 90% of them, including Egghead. And he eggs the the bat signal at one point in the movie, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> a lot of them are from the '60s show. One, do you guys? Do you guys catch the part where he's flying like the car, and then Killer Moth like gets hit on the windshield, and then like the windshield wiper yeah. wipes Killer Moth. <laughs> uh, I'm looking this up, Condiment Man. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll be yeah, right. dude, lots lots of cameos and Easter eggs in this movie, man. Okay, no, he's real. Uh, Condiment King is a parody villain created in the Bruce Tim animated series as a throwback to the Adam West villains of the 60s. So, and here, here's how I knew they were real. Joker fucking straight up challenges you. He, the viewer, he says like, yeah. go Google it, he says. Oh, he like, does, yeah, yeah, he does say that. Yeah, that's why I was like, Ugh. Yeah, he's called the Condiment King and there's a great part in the movie where Batman kicks him in the nards and he like, Shoots the condiments, so it looks like he's throwing up. <laughs> Collapses. Oh, Why is it funny watching people get kicked in the nuts? Because it is. Because it is. <laughs> it's super funny. It's like it's like the famous Simpson scene with Hans Molman getting getting the football in his groin. I think in thirty seasons of The Simpsons, I think it's my favorite Simpsons joke. Yeah, it's like the greatest thing ever. It and is- Homer's Homer's like, give the give him an award. They win every award. It's the best well, movie ever. Yeah, because the the punchline that the reason that's my favorite joke is Homer's reaction. He says it works on so many levels, <laughs> and like it but doesn't work true. on any level, and that's what makes it great. But Homer's can like, we, "Can we try this next Friday?" <laughs> Who wants yeah, to volunteer to get kicked? <laughs> uh, good reference, uh, Emily. To next Friday, uh, you'll all be listening to this on Thursday, April twenty eighth. On Friday, May sixth, we are doing a live podcast for the season finale. So you can join us uh, on our Facebook page or YouTube. We will simulcast it, and I'll be advertising starting tomorrow, um, today for you. And uh, you can join us. We're going to have a debate. We're going to debate who's the best Batman, who's the best uh, uh, Robin, who's the, what was the best Batman movie. We're gonna and we're going to fight. We're going to be taking answer. I mean, questions from the comments. Yes, you too can join us in this drunken debauchery. We're going to have Batman-themed cocktails. We're going to argue and scream at each other, I hope. Jello wrestling. Yeah. Jello wrestling, ideally. Jello I call wrestling. Jason. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be great. And then we're going to go out drinking afterwards. So if you want to join us and you're from Chicago, like go ahead and meet us at 115 Bourbon Street at around nine. I don't know, 10 maybe. <laughs> I don't know what time we're doing this episode. If you can't tune in live, we will re air the episode as our final episode of the season. But um, if you join us live, it'll be more fun because like you can join the debate and, and we'll talk, we'll, we'll include you in the conversation. So, um, thank you, Emily, for that opportunity. <laughs> Very smooth. Very as, as smooth, as smooth as I'm sure you will be covered in jello next week. 
KY I thought, you were, I thought you were going smooth in another direction, but okay. <laughs> oh, man. This is starting to get really uncomfortable for me. Because I'm hairy. I don't know if you know this about me. And YouTube viewers, I'll just show you. I am, I mean, it's a full moon and my arms confirmed. I know there are some, there are some who are only on audio. So if you want to, you want to hear the beard here, you want to hear the scrunchiness. That was my face. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was your legs. Yeah. Can Catwoman squeeze into that leather with like hairy legs, you think? Or is it just too much? That would hurt so bad. Oh no. Jason, we've never... All the pricklies. <laughs> Jason, shockingly, you and I have never discussed our pubic hair. I'm going to go ahead and make a racist assumption that given that we're both like from the same general region of the planet, you, like me, have a small forest between your legs. Is that is that accurate? <laughs> a small forest? <laughs> a small forest? It's a big tree. It's more like a jungle. Listen, I'm, 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 my bloodlines begin and end in the jungle. <laughs> what do you mean end in the jungle? Like, is that, you're gonna go oh, there to I die. Plan, I plan to die. I, I plan to die tomorrow with Omi. <laughs> yes, we're, all, we're gonna have a beat offathon in his yeah. honor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna beat off to death over his dead body. <laughs> oh my god! Right, it's a part of the funeral thing. We're all so we're actually gonna do a fundraiser for Omi's family. Uh, he has 16 children and three wives across two states. So, you know, it helps you. And, he and he doesn't pay child support. No, absolutely not. <laughs> he doesn't have money to pay child support. Um, uh, yeah, so we're going to, you know, if you want to donate to the Beat Off a thon, um, you know, $5 Beat Off. And we should probably raise it, though, because we can only do 24 in a day. So we're not going to raise any money. Yeah. We're, start, we're starting a cult like Heaven's Gate, but it's called Beat Off Gate. And uh, we're just going to pick a day where we just beat off to death. <laughs> I've been thinking of starting a cult for a long time, just because, frankly, it sounds super lucrative. But like, uh, I couldn't think you, of like you only, you only have nine podcasts called Cult Classic. But okay, keep going. <laughs> I'm trying we're, to we're the first cult. members. You know what I thought would be cool is like podcasts usually, or any of these fucking influencers with their tribe of mentor bullshit, all have like a nickname for their followers. Like, uh, oh yeah, like uh, I don't know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, like, no, I know like, what you mean. I just can't think of any. Well, of Marvel name. calls their fans like true believers, right? Like something yeah. like that. Like you give them a name. I thought like, oh well, we should be calling our fans cultists, but like it's got <laughs> such a bad ring to it. I'll call. I'll, I'll call them cultivators. <laughs> what are we cultivating? Oh lord. All right, this old fashioned starting to set in. So we need some we need something more to talk about. Let's talk about celebrities. Any yes. voice that's picked out? I'm I'm gonna read the list in a minute, but I want to hear who you heard. I was very happy to see Billy D. Williams in there as Two Face again. Yeah, and again. black. It was it was Billy D. Williams as the Lego. Yes, yeah. I was very excited about that. Yes, that was fucking. That was great. I was super happy with that. Jason, what do you got? Who else did you hear? Because we're going to make a game out of this. You're going to go back and forth. No, honestly, I, did, I, did, I didn't know that like a celebrity list was a thing in this movie. I didn't look up at the cast. It's insane. It's insane. They're all, they're all popular. Uh, that, to so, that, that totally slipped my radar. I had no idea. This is why we podcast. The people need to know these things. Uh, Michael Sarah is Robin. Did you hear that? No. I Emily, who else you got? You and I will play. Who else you got? I, I only knew. I only. I only knew. What's his name? Will Arnett, right? As Batman. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all. That's all that I knew. I didn't know that. I didn't know that there was any other big names attached to this movie. So the only other person that I recognized, well, there's two. There was Ellie Kemper from The Office. She who was Ellie? Who? Oh, I love Ellie Kemper. Who was she? Yeah. She was the. I think the the Phantom Zone Cube. Thing. Oh my gosh! Oh was. yeah, like the yeah. um the Watson or whatever it is. I think so I I could be Phyllis. Was that her name? Phyllis. Her name is Phyllis. Yeah. That's right. That's it. And then the other one, and I'm probably the only female in the world that dislikes this actor. Um, was Channing Tatum. Who is? All right. First of all, who was Channing Tatum, and why don't you want to jump his bones? Because that's what you mean when you he, say you don't like him. Right? He you played Superman. Oh God. And right, I. Don't like I don't like his face. 
Is it the, it's the baby face? It doesn't do it for you? I don't know. I just don't care for him. I'm sure he's a lovely gentleman and nice to get along with, but I have no interest in any of his films whatsoever. Although I might go see his one movie that's coming out because it has a dog in it, but that's I, it. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind him in 21 Jump Street. He was okay in that, but... Yeah, I, I didn't think, see it because I don't want to see it because he's in yeah, it. That, that's all. That's all that I've seen in him. He did that like stripper movie, right? Yeah, Magic Mike. Yeah, that stripper movie. Like everybody doesn't know the name of that movie, right? Like, like, like you didn't go see that movie with the trench coat on. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick, quick aside about that. When I saw the movie Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake, which I remind you is about a child molester, the dude next to me was wearing a raincoat the whole time, and I don't know this for sure, but I think he was beating off to Freddy Krueger being a child molester. That's what I think. Like, oh. it was weird. It was this weird experience. So, Jason, shame on you for doing that to the movie Magic Mike. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so, hold on now. I assumed immediately when you said, like, unlike most people, I don't like Shani Tatum. I assumed you meant sexually. Do you find him attractive, even if no. you don't like him? Okay, so he's not. Wow, like the, the packs, the abs, doesn't, that's not enough? Like, it's the, the face rooms, the whole thing? Or? No, like, if you go back to my childhood, and you probably know, Carm, since we, I, I've communicated through the other podcast. Bruce Campbell is my all-time ultimate love. I will always love him. That's who I, I like. I understand. I get, I mean, I feel the same. As you know, I'm heteroflexible. I came out on this podcast as heteroflexible. And what that means is I'm straight except for Bruce Campbell. That's what it means. <laughs> no, I just never liked Channing Tatum. And maybe it was just because it was so overblown. I had friends that were so into him. And I'm like, oh my God, just shut up. Like, like, it's like the Card- it's like the Kardashian effect, you know, like <laughs> once, a- once upon a time, they were the most beautiful women on earth. And now you're just like, get off my yeah. TV. Yeah. You're trash. I, I, I hear you. I, I don't dislike Channing Tatum. I've seen him in a couple of things where I think he's actually got some good, like acting skill. Um, but I feel that way about John Cena. I just don't like, I just yes, don't, I don't like John him Cena. either. Yeah, and like they made a Peacemaker show, and I just I I've never can't. I've never seen John Cena. I don't want to see. <laughs> no one has. It's the invisibility joke. I've heard it's pretty bad. I've I mean I've heard it's wildly like kooky and like if you like kooky stuff then it's excellent. But I I mean if you saw the new Suicide Squad, spoiler spoiler spoiler, press the thirty second forward button on your podcast app. Uh, he like kills Rick Flag, who's not like a beloved character, but he's the good guy in the movie compared to Peacemaker because Rick Flag's trying to expose a war crime and Peacemaker wants to cover it up. So I'm like, how can you expect me now to follow you into a show all about this like piece of shit? Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, I've watched shows about bad guys, but like, ugh, there's a line, right? Like, I wouldn't watch a show about a rapist. I would, you know, we've all watched Dexter and it's complicated and it's like, he's not a great guy and the murdering's bad, but he's killing bad people. There's no, there's no way you make a show about a rapist because that character's never going to be a good person. And, and I, I guess I'm not saying John Cena's as, as Peacemaker was that bad. He's bad, but like covering up war crimes is pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not here to rank crimes. I guess I don't really know. (laughs) Which one of them carries a death penalty, right? Like legally speaking, right? Like war crimes, probably. Maybe I don't know. They don't. They don't give the death penalty. I don't know. Should they don't? But I mean, they all should. All right, this is getting real. Let's get back to this cast. I love Ellie Kemper. I like super. So I love redheads first of all, but I also love like her like the sweetness she puts in every character she is. Like on The Office, she's far and away super sweet. Oh my gosh, she's my biggest crush on that show. Like hands down. Have you guys seen the? with her what she was too bubbly she reminded me of an old co-worker that at one point i had to say after like a year of working with her i was like i can't change her so just change your mindset emily and that's who she reminds me of emily you are the grumpiest old man i know <laughs> trapped in the body of a, of a catwoman uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. any other celebrities who else did we catch do you guys catch anybody Oh, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, she was Batgirl. Which, like, that was cool, but, like, they should have, and I think, I don't know who played the mayor, but I should check before I get myself canceled, but, like, I thought the the mayor sounded like... Mariah Carey. Who? Mariah Carey. Yeah, so, all right, perfect, right? So, like, 
we have two black women playing white women in this show, right? Mariah Carey's black, right? So like Mariah Carey's black, is she? I don't know. I don't know. Is she like some who is Mariah Carey? That's better. That's a better question. Let's start with that. Mariah Carey. I'm gonna Google it real fast. Well, and then you had Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Right. So now you have three. You have three black women playing white women in the show, this movie. You have like, Danny Slate as Harley Quinn. Is, is it she says she's it? she's Afro-Venezuelan. Oh my goodness. All right. So good. Not not canceled if anyone's keeping track. At least not for that. Um who's Jenny I, Jenny I just, Slate? No, I, thought, she I thought she was Puerto Rican. Jenny Slate. Well, I mean, she was South American. You're not totally like you're not out of the wrong like side of the world. It's it's not like you said like she's Mexican. I don't know what kind of Mexican she is, but she's Mexican. Yes. Right? Like that's 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 what Omi is. Omi's like some kind of Mexican, right? Like you it's like a like a you know racist way to just refer to everybody who's brown. Um who is what do I know Jenny Slate from? Who can tell who me? Is, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Wasn't she in the it wasn't the offices. It was the other one where it had. Oh, it had that guy that he, Ron Swanson. Oh, Parks here. and Rec. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that her? One of the sisters of the really annoying guy that always had these ideas for clubbing. John Ralphio? Is, is she yes, a it's his sister. I love her. Oh, my She's God. Amazing. No way. She's. You're right. She was Mona Lisa. Yeah. Holy fuck. She's, I mean, she's so hilarious and so cute. She's like one of those people who like shouldn't be allowed to exist. Like no one should be that attractive and that funny. And she's great. Yep. Oh my God. That is awesome. Yeah. She is freaking hilarious. Um, all right. So anyways, um, I guess what I'm saying is look, they made Lego bat Lego two face black. I assume they animated this long before they casted anybody, right? So like yeah. that's that's probably what happened. I'm gonna give them a break, but like, you know, it would have been neat if like Catwoman was black or whatever. It's Zoe Kravitz, right? Like predicting the future. Zoe Kravitz was Catwoman, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, I don't know who did Bane, uh, but he was impersonating Tom Hardy's Bane, which was hilarious. It, it was funny. Uh, other notable guests include Jason Manzukis as Scarecrow. You guys know him from uh, Good Place and uh, The League. Yeah. And uh, Conan O'Brien is the Riddler. Because he totally would. Yeah, he would totally do that. Uh, what about and the guy Eddie, Eddie Izzard uh, is Voldemort. Sorry, what do you got, Emily? Yeah. What about uh, the guy that played Sauron? Is it Jermaine Clement? Wasn't yeah. he in one of... Was he in the... Flight of the Concords. Yes, yes. It yep. made me laugh. That was a good one. I like that. <laughs> he, is, he is a funny, funny man. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's also in What We Do in the Shadows. Yes, uh, I think that's where I know. Yeah, him they're from. all they're all like kind of the same like team, you know. Yeah, he's another one of those uh, that falls into the heteroflexible category for me. Uh, he's he's one I flex for. He's he's cute and funny, which turns out to be my type, I guess. Um, um, yeah. So anyway, um, that's our celebrity list. We didn't even talk about Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, he's the Joker. Yeah, I yep. couldn't recognize his voice, but I was like, this doesn't sound like the Joker. But I just don't see that voice. But it worked out in the end. But I was happy it was him. Yeah, it would, have been, nice. would have been nice if they did Mark Hamill. True. I, I mean, I get it, but like, it Mark Hamill also brings a lot with it. Like, I feel like, have we ever had Mark Hamill without Kevin Conroy? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, quick, quick note about Kevin Conroy. He's contributing to DC's Pride special this uh, June, and I guess he came out in 2016. I did not know Kevin Conroy was gay until like two weeks ago, and it just it makes me so happy that like he's everyone's favorite Batman, and like now we all have to like be inclusive in a way that I think a lot of comic fans aren't. I think a lot of comic fans are really like gatekeeping, so I think it's like. No, we all pretty much signed a blood pact that he was the best Batman ever. So now y'all have to deal with the fact that Kevin Conroy is gay and I love it. So it's just awesome. I don't understand that. Like, it's a, I'm not in a bad way. <laughs> not in a bad way. I, I don't care what you're doing, but like, it, it, it just doesn't make sense to me why people would be pissed off about that. It doesn't I, make any sense. So I agree with you. I don't get why it upsets people, but I do love that it does because if you're the kind of person who gets upset by that shit, like, fuck off. 
yeah. and that's the official stance of the call classic. I didn't realize people would be so upset. Whatever. I'm just gonna pour well, another glass of wine. I don't. I don't know what it is, and it's it sort of highlights the hypocrisy of the whole thing because they like to hide behind. Oh, I don't care like what you do. Just don't shove it in my face. And it's like, no, that's bullshit because. He hasn't shoved anything in anybody's face. In fact, no. he was secretive about it for 30 years. So you can't get pissed about it. And um, I, I just, so I don't understand why that like pisses people off. I mean, off. he played the character as he should have, and that's fine. It's like, it's, it's called acting. Like, come on. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he played, he played, he played a character and also he's amazing. And by the way, I've met him and I've done like some cameos like oh. with him as guest people. And he is just the nicest fucking guy. Uh, in the universe, they say like, I think I said this in the last show, but if you didn't listen to it, so I met him and they say, never meet your heroes. And I asked Kevin Conroy, like, do you like playing Batman? And he looked at me and he went, I have the best job in the whole world. And I was like, oh, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. You know, like, and I, I don't get why it upset people. I get why it matters. It matters because like, you want to be represented, like. I take it for granted because I'm the star of every movie. I'm the star of every movie. Straight, white, cis, male. Like, I am the star of everything. I can see myself in everything. But, like, like how many, like, gay superheroes are there, right? There are some, but not as much as there should be. And I don't think a single one has been the star of a movie, right? Yeah, they don't highlight them. I mean, I've followed comic books for years, again, not to your like not your standard i've already had like half a bottle of wine sorry but like <laughs> i just don't know but i wouldn't care either like it i i don't get it i i just don't get it yeah it's like because you got people who are like oh this is why dc's failing like because they're trying to be no, woke no it's it, if anything it's it's why they haven't like made it bigger sooner because they they kept catering to the same demographic forever and then they keep rebooting the same things over and over. I would like to see just like different comic characters brought to the screen. Yeah, I mean, as as a company, you got it. As a company, you have to evolve with your audience, and the audience is becoming more diverse, more open with who they are. Um, they're looking for more representation, and it's yeah. like you know, Marvel's got it figured out. Yeah, and and as a retailer, I can tell you, like as someone who owns a comic book store, mm-hmm. DC has been nightmarish since AT&T took over. They used to be much better than Marvel in terms of dealing with us, right? Like in the old days, we would have had sales reps. Like any other business, I would have had someone from the supplier, the company, call my store and be like, hey, we have a big event coming up. You should order more of these, right? Like convince me and I'll convince my customers and we'll all sell books. But Marvel stopped doing that. DC had one for a long time, well into the 2000s. And then DC couldn't afford that anymore. But what they did do was they did these road shows periodically. So this is why the new 52 was a big deal. Like they did, they were going around the country. They would invite retailers. I went to the road show in Chicago when they did the new 52. Like I sat down with Dan Didio and like other, and Jim Lee was there. And they were like, this is why the new 52 rocks. And you know what? It was like the best DC had ever done. So that's what happens when you like run your business like a business. Sorry. I'm, yeah. Did you meet Jim Lee? Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> he's like my favorite artist ever. He's, he's outstanding. And if only we're here, he would propose marriage to you. Cause he loves Jim Lee. And I think he wants, I think his goal is to like own original Jim Lee artwork is like a personal goal of his. Um, no, Jim Lee's Sorry. fucking amazing. Yeah. I've met him. Yeah, I love Jim Lee that, you know, the the 1991 X-Men series that yes. it, it launched comic books into the stratosphere. It did. For me, it doesn't get better than Jim Lee's Hush, uh, which Emily, if you haven't read Batman Hush, like that's one for you. Cause I know you're you, close to getting it the other week, but I went with Spawn. I'm still carrying <laughs> that out. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, we might cover Spawn next. We, uh, Jason and I were were texting back and forth some ideas for season two, and and I think the front runner right now is like I love the '90s, and we'll just do the random movies that come out in the '90s. Um, I have an idea, but we can talk about that. Okay, all right, we'll talk about it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Um, so, and fans, if you have a season idea, come to our live stream next week and tell us. Like, I want to hear it. Um, like if no one comes, it'll just be us having a normal episode, but live, which is be cool. And so like, no, we can't fail. all of us drunk. All of us drunk. Yeah. And then we're going to Uber to the bar. So none of us, we can get as drunk as we want. There'll be no holding back. 
Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So Batman hush for my money is the best Jim Lee that there is because like you could see his talent in the nineties, but he, he had a superficial quality that a lot of those image guys did that didn't quite have some of the more nuanced skill. Like for example, every character is flexed all the time, constantly to the max and really good artists to know how to give a character weight, right. By like, not all of your muscles are constantly jacked, but if you're jumping, like your leg might be. He didn't quite have that, but you want, you, you follow him like 10, 15 years later to hush. He's got yeah. all the same level of detail and drafting skill, but now he's got a better sense of panels, panel composition, and he's got a better sense of character weight. So like, this is Jim Lee at his peak, in my opinion. All right. Well, I wrote hush, get it. That's right. You can all get it. Specifically, Hush. That's what I want. But I want you all to get it, whatever that is to you. Go get it. Okay, sorry. That was like a, a tangent. We were, You were talking about suppliers and representatives. Nah, just the point is, like, DC turned into a nightmare when AT&T took over. Now the rumor is that they're trying to, like, liquidate them or, or get rid of them or whatever. And and so it's it's sort of a shitty time for uh, uh, to be a comic fan. But anyways... Um, I don't even know how we got on that. We were talking about representation. Let's go back to celebrities. Uh, I got a few in the Justice League. Uh, Jonah Hill was Green Lantern. Did you guys hear that? I had no idea. Adam mm-hmm. Devine was the Flash. He's funny. I like him. Yeah, he's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's it for, like, kind of the big, like, big ticket items. There's probably a lot of voice actors that are, like, super recognizable. But Yeah. All right. I'll, stop. I'll shut up now. <laughs> oh, Siri. The computer program Siri is credited as Pewter. Yeah, computer. I love that. My boyfriend pointed that out. He's like, Pewter. Your uh, your phone or your Alexa will respond to Pewter. If you rename the trigger word computer like in Star Trek and you say Pewter, Alexa will respond to you. We don't have those things because I know what they do. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got a couple of those devices around the house and they can... They can, listen, <laughs> they can they can listen to me to they can listen to me whack off to death all they want. <laughs> like, they have to like take turns on the shift of reviewing recordings. The NSA is like taking turns. Jason's on their watch list just because he's brown and they're like, Yeah, we gotta listen to that guy, brown guy who masturbates again. <laughs> I've probably heard you, Jason. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, is that what you do, Emily? <laughs> Emily works for the NSA, apparently. <laughs> if we say a few more words like Ukraine and nuclear, they'll put this podcast on a they watch will. list and we can get better ratings. We can. Which you'd think they couldn't get any better, right? We, As you know, billions. Of we have people. 7 billion listeners. Like billion. Yeah. <laughs> it, we're the, the most listened to media outlet of any kind ever. In the history of anything. The history of humankind. We're bigger than the Bible. <laughs> Okay, time to wrap this episode up before we get canceled. Um, uh, any closing parting thoughts on uh, on Lego Batman before we go to the last segment that we do? Before we get canceled by the c- church? <laughs> the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church versus the cult classic comic show. They don't stand a chance. They don't stand a chance. They don't have the resources. They don't have the manpower. They don't have the members. Not like they don't have Omi because he's dead. They don't have yeah, Omi dies, so he's not on their team anymore. He was he was the man on the inside. <laughs> uh, all right, closing thoughts. What do you guys got? Uh, excellent movie. This is uh, this is one you'll want to watch with your kids if you have kids, or you know just simply with your significant other. And if you're by yourself, then yeah, kind of a sad movie. <laughs> it just highlights even more. Yeah, it just highlights more. It just it just highlights how empty your life is. Let's not let's not go that way. Ugh. Try to find somebody to watch it with. It's yeah, please. don't don't watch it alone. Um, yeah, my last thought before I pass the ball to Emily for her last thoughts is I I guess like last thoughts, but also like things you wanted to add or facts you had that like you didn't get to say. I mean, the movie's full of Easter eggs. I won't name them all, but the two that made me chuckle were Batman saying, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Which is <laughs> Shout out to my favorite Facebook page, the Michael Keaton Academy of getting nuts. Um, and then also the other one, and I didn't notice it to like the, like it was so quick. I had to pause and go back. 
Robin hops in a car at the end and jumps and like flies in action. And the car goes turbines to speed, which is what the sixties Batmobile, like that's what they used to say when they get in the Batmobile, they'd say like oh, really? turbines to speed. And then it would take off, you know, that's, it's been a long time since I've seen the show. Yeah. That's why we got to do the movie because the movies are our way of doing the show. And I don't think you can talk about live action Batman without doing the show, but we've said theatrical movies only. So I think like that's our, that's our gateway to do the show. Well, so I'll segue into, um, I liked it when he said something about, um, you know, now you're going to see all of our words when we punch people on the screen and it was pow and bang and all those other good ones. Mm -hmm. That was funny because that's what I remember as a kid growing up, just, young kid you know after school watching that pow ka-ching like all of those things yeah i thought that was cute jason uh you did your closing thoughts i guess uh i well i guess one last thing you jogged in my mind emily is like batman's always kind of had this weird dichotomy we've talked about it before where he's like a crotchety loner and yet he has like the biggest group of allies like he's got a small army right yeah our, our, our resident crotchety loner emily he's he's me yeah right but like realistically batman has four five robins two or three batgirls the birds of prey harley quinn now sort of is on his like side i mean he's got an army of allies the justice yeah. league so this movie i like because it it does it in a fun way, but it, it deals with like a problem with Batman, which is you have the ultimate loner with a good family. And what we've never seen on film is I want to see Batman accept love into his life. Right. That's yeah, that, that he takes the people around him for granted. Yeah. That's like the true, if there were, a, you can't have a character arc with Batman that ends because he's an a, a important IP that can never like change. But if there were an arc that ends for him, it ends with him accepting love into his life and, and yeah. appreciating these people. Yeah, the only time we ever saw that was in the Batman and Robin movie, and that was it. Yeah, Not. it's the only time you have, like, a friendly, loving Batman, which is, you know... Uh, or the end of uh, Dark Knight Rises, right? Which is why I love that movie. Yes. The, 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 the scene of the in the Parisian cafe. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. What did you guys watch this week? Let's, we'll wrap it up. What do you guys watch? Um, I started Tokyo Vice on HBO or Netflix, whatever it's on. How is it? Tokyo Vice is very good. It's based off of a book about a, um, a Jewish guy who travels to Japan to be one of like the top investigative reporters of Tokyo's underground. So super interesting. Really good. Um, I like it a lot. Um, other things I've been watching, a show called... Um, old enough which is kind of weird have you guys heard of it no no no. Uh, it sounds bad it's a japanese show real show reality show where um parents will send their two or three-year-olds out to run an errand and then they have right yeah and then they have a camera crew follow them trying to like complete these like tasks and it's it's just weird some kids are just like unbelievably smart, and then others are just like, "Wow, you got boogers hanging out of your nose. You should just go back home." Interesting. Yeah. I, it just sounded bad, like old enough, like. Mm. Oh yeah, no, no, I get it. No, no, not not in that sense. It's just like kids running errands. Okay. It's cute. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I will say I once left my nine-year-old brother in charge of my comic book store, and he did a great job. He's probably the most competent employee we ever had at nine. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't talk. Um, admittedly the store was closed. He opened it. Someone was like at the door and he's like, ah, oh, come on in. And he like, let the guy in, rang the guy out, helped him buy stuff and like made a hundred bucks or whatever. And I was just like, okay, well, all right. Everyone that works for me is now fired because he's way better than all of them. Um, Emily, what do you got? What have you been watching? Um, well, besides the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, I did watch another few episodes of that Midnight Mass show nice. on Netflix. And then I did watch that movie, The King, with Tim- Timothy Sh- Chalamet. Or Sh- Chalamet. Oh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. And it's got it's got Robin, Robert Pattinson in it. It's got Depp's daughter in it, Lily Rose. Um, it is all right. It's long. I don't know. I, I probably won't watch it again, but it wasn't too bad. Some historical drama. 
you know, had to, you know, segue from Bridgerton to that. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I started the show Minx on HBO max, which has, uh, what's his name from new girl, which I, who I love. He's the voice of Spider-Man in, uh, into the spider verse. Um, and, uh, uh, it's just more male nudity than I've ever seen in my life. Like the most, <laughs> the most dicks ever. I'm writing that down. Yes. Minx, you will love it. It is hilarious. I have enjoyed it a great deal. I made the mistake of watching it with my parents. Um, so I should have known better. Um, anywho, um, that, that was great. I'm still working my way through Shit's Creek and, um, Game of Thrones. I how went to the more, movie. How much more do you have of those two? I'm on season five of Game of Thrones and I'm on season five of Shit's Creek actually. So I have, um, three of the one and two of the other, but, um, just, you know, I mean, I don't have like a, I don't watch like a ton of TV. I watch Shit's Creek when I like work out. I put like when yeah. I'm on specifically when I'm on the elliptical, cause it's like the only way I can get myself to like run as an exercise. Um, and then my wife and I watch a game of Thrones every night, you know, for dinner. So, um, still work, still plugging away at those. We went to the theater to see duel. Did we talk about that on the last episode? I couldn't remember. I don't my, think so was that that Adam driver movie? Uh, no, it's got, uh, Karen Gillan, uh, from Dr. Who and guardians of the galaxy. Uh, and, Jumanji. and it's got um uh is it do d-u-a-l or d yeah d-u-a-l so it's like a play on words because like it you know duel is in like two but also like it's literally about a duel this woman thinks she's gonna die and so she has a clone of herself made to replace her and then it turns out she's not gonna die and since they're legally the same person the law is that you have to duel to the death. So like it takes place in a world that's very much our world just with this cloning technology. And so, and it, this, when these duels happen, like it's rare, but it's like televised and shit because it's very popular to see like legal murder. You can't murder a person who doesn't exist. And so it, it's super weird. I liked it. It was fun. I just, I'm in love with Karen Gillan. She's like in my top five, like favorite people in the universe, but this movie has two of her. So it's even better. Um, the ending is dissatisfying, but interesting like i don't know what it, what ending i would have gone with um it, but it's weird though i'm not i don't know if i'm recommending it if you like weird quirky movies go see it if you don't skip it uh it's got aaron paul in it from uh, breaking bad uh yeah. and he, he's awesome in this so that's yeah. good to hear because he hasn't done anything interesting since breaking bad it's an interesting point that you make hmm and that's it for me. So I think that wraps up our episode. Uh, remember, uh, tune in live May 6th. Uh, find our YouTube channel. Find us on uh, Facebook. Um, or, um, you know, if you miss it, you can just w- listen to the episode. We'll air it when we're done. Cause we'll and uh, we're going to try to talk about Batman 66 maybe that day a little bit, right? Maybe. Or- I, I sort of like the idea of a bonus episode, but I also like... Like, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it, right? We're going to debate yeah. everything. So it's on the table, even though we didn't do an episode. Like, it's on the table. Um, I mean, maybe we save it for like a TV season, but we could, we'd have to do like, I love how Emily's going straight to the bottle now. Emily has, has even stopped another out. Batman movie. Hmm. Cut, cut out the middle. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to never talk about Batman again. Emily, what are you drinking? What is that wine? It is called born of fire. And it. okay. So people pick bottles of wine based on their pictures. I pick mine based on it. The picture is an animal. <laughs> So it's good reason is any. kind of like a phoenix. So, and again, comic books. So there you go. That's a nice, that's a nice like $20 bottle of wine you're drinking on a, on a Wednesday, the day that we record the podcast. I don't know how much it was. I spent <laughs> a lot of money on wine. I don't care. I need it. <laughs> We're going to start. We'll, we'll, a, we'll a have to get you a lot of wine then next week. Yes, we're gonna drink wine. Yes, I'll have a bottle of my father's homemade wine ready for you. So, oh, is it moonshine? No, it's like oh, it's actual, actual wine. Yeah, um, Ooh. yeah, he's even gotten the fizz out of the this batch. Um, I, I gave Jason a bottle that had a little fizz in it because, uh, guess what happens if you let the temperature change? Like, sometimes that can happen, so you mm-hmm. need to keep it constant while it's fermenting. And he's like built in like an air conditioner to his like cellar now, so that like, oh, cool. Anywho, uh, that's it. Interested to try. Yeah, we'll have it next week. So uh, tune in if you want to get drunk with us and um, argue about Batman. If you want to meet us up at 115 Bourbon Street next Friday, May 6th, that uh, 
you know, 7 p.m. 2022. Eight? No, not seven. We're gonna do the episode at seven. We'll do the the thing at nine or ten. So, we'll play it by ear. Yeah. Uh, make- <laughs> yeah. Make sure you man. Make sure you guys are sending hate mail, love mail to uh, cult classic, PO Box One, Lamont six zero four three nine. That's right. That, that box has that that box has been pretty empty. That's yeah. Well, I mean, that's because it's physical mail. If it was email, we'd have more emails. We could know what to do. With I'm this. just gonna say, Mom, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my mom doesn't listen to the show. Jesus Christ! Seriously. <laughs> All right, I everybody. Hope I hope your mom doesn't listen to the show because she'll definitely not talk to me either. Yeah, she likes you. <laughs> She's always like, how is that Jason boy? Invite him over for dinner. <laughs> My mom's not that old. I don't know why there's no lady voice. I know, right? You, she, you make it sound like she said it with a walker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. See you next week at the... Uh, uh, well, shit. Are we going to do an episode before the live one? Wait, because we would normally air on Thursdays. This is going to come out tomorrow. We might, need to, we might need to do Batman 66 to have an episode next Thursday. I'm okay um, with that. Sure. All right. Next week, Batman sixty six. Same bat time, same bat channel. Talk and we're bringing we're bringing Omi back from the dead. We're gonna try. <laughs> All right. Good, good night, everyone. Bye. Peace. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Cult Classic Comic Show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. That's what helps us reach new listeners and keep the show going. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Chimeras Comics, or join our Facebook group at Chimeras Comics Community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.